Thank you for downloading the Racist Recap. If you want to join in on the conversation live, we record these Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern at RacistRecap.com. If you're listening afterwards, feel free to chime in on the YouTube video itself or on social using the hashtag RacistRecap. And we'll find you. Enjoy the show. Well, you know, it's uh, it's that time of the year. Lots of people getting sick and they're coming in the hospitals and getting doctors sick. Speaking of sick, uh, we can't cure this guy's sickness. Joey Cavino. How you doing there, brother? Awesome, awesome! Like we held the whole ship together last week, you know, with the uh, with my two cohorts uh, <laughs> missing, but we we did it, we did it, my friend. We managed to do it, and always making us look a little bit better and uh, keeping us on the rails. Uh, Jen Hudak, how you doing, Jen? You doing good? Nice Couldn't and refreshed. Yeah, skied today. Ah, what's better than skiing? I'm sorry, you have that nice nice snow blow going on. <laughs> I was gonna say she's blowing. <laughs> Any other news we should know about? Our whole family, we're all just, we love skiing. Mm. And we are luckily, luckily joined by a team that was not so lucky, Abby and Will. How are you, Abby and Will? Good. (laughs) Excited. Well, you guys were, uh, we could just jump right into this part here. And and in chat, if you guys, uh, if you guys are listening on the podcast, join us live in chat right now. There's, uh, Lewis and Michelle and Ma, uh, Lewis and Molly and there's Joey Covino. Marcus, Marcus is in there. Quentin's there now. Quentin's, too. I mean, the, the chat is where it's, it's popping right now. Arun, Every, Arun from last season. Arun, my boy. Arun. Arun. Always there. Wow, fun. <laughs> you don't want to miss it. So come and join us live. Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern, racesrecap.com will take you right to any live link. And for the rest of the season, we will have guests from the show. Um, so, uh, Abby, Will, you are in a couple of our top threes. And uh, before we get into our recap, uh, you said you had some bone to pick with me, and I stopped you while we were behind the scenes. So pick your bone, uh, Abby, uh, and let me know who you're picking your bone with. All right. So the first episode... We did one challenge really well. And on the recap, you go, well, of course they sawed well. They're country folk. And let me just tell you, we had never sawed. So I felt a little slighted in us figuring it out. <laughs> okay, wait. Are you country folk? Was I miss? Did I miss? Label, mislabel. <laughs> Did I mislabel? <laughs> Y'all are country folk. Not even close to country folk. I don't know. You know, listen, I'm from New York, so anybody from Alabama is country folk. There is no city folk in Alabama when you're from New York. You're just like a smaller city, which is like, you know, like a town to us. <laughs> exactly. So it's fair, but we figured that one out, and I felt like it got taken away from us just a little. Well, I apologize. That was what that was the skill challenge. That was the only skill challenge on that whole leg of the race. So uh, people tried to muscle it. You saw that didn't work. Uh, and you see the people who just used the skill, used the technique, got through it. Um, and you guys did well. And I, sorry, I just figured, you know, you had a wood burning stove at some point in your life, and you probably had to chop some damn wood. Sorry, all right? <laughs> Justin, what do you think we do in Alabama? Listen, my my dad's from the Bronx and he has a wood burning stove. So I figured, yeah, Alabama, we got a wood burning stove. We got a shed somewhere, you know. You got a papa, you know. Justin are in places where it is cold. Oh, she's got a point. Not wrong. Is Alabama not cold? (laughs) No, No. right up there. Having a good. good And having a wood stove doesn't necessarily mean you can use a rip saw. Also true. 
I'm, again, I'm from the Bronx. A saw is a saw. We don't ever I'm have further, I'm further north, and I have a fireplace, but I don't have a ripsaw. Oh, yeah, and, and you build your... You build your see the wood? Look at the ceiling. He did it all by himself. He's Joey the Amazing. All right, let's get to the race, Joey the Amazing. I mean, I've never seen him still pushed into a corner. I just need you to come back every week. You <laughs> <laughs> know, bully. Abby's the bully of the he's season. He's ready to come out guns blazing, probably. Right? No, so she's supposed to be the sweetheart of the season, and I'm getting railed. <laughs> All right, let's see. There's my brother. All right, T- teams are flown to Amman, Jordan, nine thousand year old city, one of the oldest cities to begin the next leg at the Amman Citadel. Must have been beautiful, huh, Abby? Oh, you guys oh. did. Oh, no, sorry. No. <laughs> Damn. <sighs> you probably don't want to poke the poke the host of the show right before we start probably not a good idea uh none of the team's departures were shown because they're all leaving at the same time and we'll get into the drama which led to a producer yelling at me on social media here in a second uh as they uh, all leave at the same time because abby and will one of them tested positive for covid and phil brings up the cell phone live on the on the line all right first was there actually a call on the line or was that recorded <laughs> it was actually a call from the starting uh, line there oh. were actually two calls too yeah you guys would both sit in the same seat it looked like it was the same exact angle yeah same exact picture in the back and everything he tested positive so they immediately the second he tested positive put him in his own room oh i wouldn't get it if i didn't already have it um so we called in from separate rooms Mm, man that that stinks uh what what were the was there anything that you feel you could have done differently or would have done differently to maybe have prevented that i think because there's certain times when teams don't have their mask and i don't know if certain times when teams do and i don't know if there's something that that we're missing that doesn't that no i think like pretty much rules going into it like while you're traveling you got your mask on like when you're in your own car with your camera crew it, you didn't really have to wear the mask and then if you're running around and you got like up in somebody's face to ask instructions they recommend that you put it on so it was like we were so it's a recommendation it's not like mandatories at all it was i think it's like one of those things where anytime we thought about it we were always wearing it but you're also racing and yeah. running around and it's like a quick little conversation. It's outside. Yeah. Anybody from the like amazing race bubble had been tested several times. So like, I think we were as diligent as you could have expected given you are also thinking about the race. So like, I think the, what if is like, yeah. what if we hadn't talked to whoever it was that we talked to that had yeah. COVID <laughs> yeah. more so than like, if only we had worn our masks more. Cause I think we were, as intentional as could be expected okay. I will say you notice a lot more mask wearing after y'all <laughs> hell yeah everybody was like <laughs> stuck to their yeah. face too like these they're not even like half off like they've been they were like <laughs> like suction cup to people's faces <laughs> like we are not getting this is the real deal I don't care what you believe or don't believe the truth is that your teams have been eliminated from the race because of a stupid virus yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's freaking chicken pox or whatever it is, you're gone. Right. Yep. Well, and I work for a big pharmaceutical company who, uh, Pfizer. <laughs> and so I had also received the booster a little bit, like, like at the very beginning too. There's some of like, if only we had gotten it like a little bit later kind of Oh, thing. the booster? Yeah. Uh, right? 
I don't know. There are all those things kind of playing in your head as well. Yeah. Yeah. That you can't live on the what ifs. You're, yeah, no. Sorry, I'll cut you off. Hard not no, to. You're fine. I mean, you, you can't, you can't stop yourself from what a thing, like no matter yeah. what the reason is that you go home on the race, like unless you are the winner at the end, I think no matter what the reason is that you leave, you're always saying, what if I had done X, Y, or Z differently? Right. I don't know of any team that hasn't. Yeah. 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 And I, I say it a thousand times. I, I still nightmare four words. Keep the meter running. If I say four words, my life changes. Four fucking words. Yeah. That's it. My life changes. But uh, fuck Just it. Don't start crying. Who thinks about those things? All right. So Phil uh, gives him a call. So this is where I got in trouble. So I said uh, right off the bat, I said, okay, so we have a season touted as a season with no non-elimination legs, and we have a non-elimination leg. And they're like, well, you can't. Uh, it's due to COVID. But they couldn't know. Okay, but they knew not to promote the season as a season with no non-elimination legs. They knew before they started promoting the season that there's no non-elimination legs, and this is a non-elimination leg. And I went back and forth with Nerdtainment online. They were yelling at me saying, oh, some team was eliminated right there at the starting line. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, they never started this leg of the race, so they weren't eliminated on this leg of the race. Therefore, the same amount of teams that started this leg, ended this leg, nobody was eliminated this leg. This leg was a non-elimination. Just fucking say it. And then uh, uh, Pat of, of Matt and Pat, the executive producer of the show, he's like, I'm pretty sure somebody was eliminated on this leg. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're wrong. But, and he was like, agree to disagree. <laughs> so, yeah. How do you guys semantics, feel? But from the like... <laughs> The experience of watching it, you know, no one else is going home. So I get what you're saying. I also get them defending their stance that there's still no non-elimination legs because Abby and Will went home. Yeah, I, I felt very eliminated either way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were eliminated. <laughs> right. It wasn't this leg, though. But yes, I get you. Uh, it was so. It was just funny that that spent half the damn show going back and forth with people just about that. Uh, so. So, and then Phil does this, like, thing where it makes it seem like, oh, the last team's going to be leaving 45 minutes behind the first team. Yeah, but 15 minutes behind the other team, just like every other leg that you've had so far. So, literally nothing changes except maybe the last group is one team rather than two teams. And are they getting on a plane, too? Is it really going to matter? Or are they, are they talking about that when after they get the next destination? They're going, to, they're going to France, so... so yeah, but are they going to start... Um, are they going to stop 45 minutes when they get to France or before they get to the airport, which is a moot point? Yeah. So if there's a bunch yeah. point, if there's a bunch point next leg, then this leg right. literally meant nothing. I will say it, it took all of the drama out of the episode. Yeah. But I don't think there was a way to fix that. No. I actually forgot halfway through. So I was excited. I was like, because I didn't want Glenda <laughs> Lamoma to be on. I'm like, oh, shit, they're not going to be out. That's right. <laughs> the the way to to way to to leave the drama is to not say that shit in the beginning. Don't tell yeah, the teams that somebody's not going home. Have, like the races would never know. Just make it a keep on racing leg. Just be like, and you're gonna keep on racing. Here's your clue, and then just yeah, get yeah, get to a bunch point. You can't change that that easy. Oh, you Justin, you just call it a keep on racing leg and just make that's the next the thing, thing a bunch point. What they I can do though, that's a valid point because normally, if it is a non-elimination leg, it's not announced to the viewer or to the people. So like, I don't know, they could have, they could have made you think that that they, was. Yeah, they could have had a staggered start. Staggered start. Started it, the, the last, what, shut up. They, you would you'd never know that there wasn't a team not there. Right. 
Well, we were like kind of speculating. We called each other on our hotel phone in our separate rooms, but we were speculating what they were going to do about it. And I wondered if they were going to almost like hold the non-elimination kind of like they have, or just like they have in every other season where you don't know when it's coming. But Will was like, well, then that would go back on the no non-eliminations thing. So it was kind of like, I thought it would be interesting if they just carried it over because then you wouldn't know when it was coming. But to your point earlier... Let's call it a keep on racing. Like, who cares? Nobody knows the damn rules. I don't know. Just something simple like that. Uh, all right. So the route info. Uh, this I love this part of the leg where they say this whole leg is going to be walking. You're no cabs, no navigation. You are running through this city with signs that don't mean anything to anybody who doesn't know what they did. Just like circles and slashes and... There's no way to interpret it. There's no way. And uh, so you're running through this city where people, you know, I don't know if everybody there speaks the language. It seems like a lot of them did. Um, but this, if you can't go to an Asian country to get that fish out of water feel, I think this might have been the closest they could have gotten. Yeah. It definitely sounded like it, like talking to the racers kind of after that this one was definitely the biggest like language barrier kind of challenge and being on foot like because in the um previous Jordan leg like we had had the driver and this was the only one where like you had to communicate with people you had to figure out where you were going and you can't read a single sign yeah so it definitely sounded like it it looked like every step of the way every team had navigation problems every team it didn't look like anybody was like on point uh it doesn't matter they were just lost from point a to point b and i love that i love that uh, you know, you love watching that, you hate experiencing that. <laughs> oh, though. right. Yes. Our in- those India leads were brutal, Justin. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and 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 listen, I I am good with Google, and it was tough to find that first bookstore because that bookstore has like six different names, and there's a lot, and that bookstore is not in Jordan. Like, it's not the way it's worded in Google. So even teams who did Google were having a hard time trying to find it, which is why they kept going from team to team. So uh, I'll give credit to the producers on this one. They really kind of scattered their brains with this one. Uh, Derek and really well hidden. Like even if you knew right where it was, it seemed like it would have been easy to miss. And the clue box being in there instead of outside of there was definitely tricky, which I appreciated. Yeah. I love it when they don't feed the racist stuff. They make them do a little bit of work so people can walk right past it, which they did, and it led to some drama. Derek and Claire's strategy to follow the brothers who seem to know where they're going. To me, this is one place you shouldn't be following people. Uh, Run your own race. All they need to do is get lost once, and now you're done. You have no idea where they made the wrong turn because you're not making the decisions and you're not following a path. You're following a team. Uh, Do you think this is a place to stay close to a team or run your own race? I think you run your own race here. And I mean, I know what Jen and Joe are going to say, because they do it all the time. I also don't like the idea of following someone that is statistically doing better than you. Right. So like if it becomes down between like, let's say both teams get super lost and it's you against them at the very back of the pack, that's bad for you as Derek and Claire, because Marcus, uh, Michael Marcus have been doing better than they have statistically. So like you got to go down with that. You can't go up. There's also a degree, though, Marcus and Michael have been doing really well statistically because they generally know where they're going. Their navigation skills up to that point have been very strong. And so if you are going to follow a team, they're not a bad team to follow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, what was your strategy for following teams? Did you have a strategy? Was it play it by ear? Was it how, What was your navigation strategy? 
typically so there were a couple times like i think back to when we were going to austria we followed lewis michelle for a little bit because we we're like we don't know how to get out of here but we uh, couldn't get directions we asked people for directions for like 25 minutes and it was just like all right let's follow someone until we know where we are on the map because like nobody will give us directions <laughs> and then florence happened and will knew where we were so we weren't going to follow another team because like there was no point in it um yeah. but generally i feel like you kind of knew what you were doing yeah there was those first couple legs when you're so panicked you can't think i was like i'm gonna go with somebody <laughs> that looks like they're less panicked than me and knows what's going on yeah. but uh <laughs> as soon as they settled down a little bit then it was like all right if we feel comfortable let's just run around the yeah yeah. All right, so this first route info should have been a 15-minute walk. It looked like every team was running around with their, t with their heads uh, cut off. Uh, Glenda and Lumumba are the last team to get out of there and get directions. Uh, the Arabic street signs are throwing every team off. Um, Emily's quad is come becoming an issue as we're running around the city. There's no cabs. There's no way to rest it. So uh, she is worried. This could be some precursor. This could be the foreshadow edit of why they eventually... Don't make it. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I hope that injury is not the reason that they go home because they're really, I mean, they're just finding their stride right now. The crazy thing is, too, is if they're mentioning an injury on the race this much, it must actually be pretty debilitating because by this point, most people are already torn up to the floor up. Like, yeah. I don't know about y'all. At this point, my ankles, my like hands, like we were just. Oh, my like, God. There were plenty of injuries and they didn't become talking points. Right. So, yeah. It makes me yeah. nervous when one becomes a talking point. But we didn't know that damn uh, Amy broke her damn pelvis bones. They didn't tell us and they were bo broken and she's running across the finish line like limping and nobody knows why. Abby and Will didn't need that. I just saw Abby's mouth drop. You didn't know that? That's why uh, towards the end of the season, that's why she was she's like wobbling. Like, <laughs> she had two broken bones. That's crazy. <laughs> she's a... She's the strongest competitor I ever run the race. Like the toughest person to run the race, and nobody knows it. Like, <laughs> like she's running with two broken bones and running the. It wasn't like she got it on leg like uh, ten. Like she had it for like the majority of the race. <laughs> she's a monster, man. Uh, speaking of monsters, Ray Fletcher. Every single week, you with the super chats. Uh, you are so greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. Um, you are a rock star. Um, appreciate it so we get to the detail oh wait before we get to the detail we got uh lewis and michelle and quentin and maddie going to a cyber cafe to print out directions and they actually get step-by-step -step directions which is i mean if you're gonna get directions in this type of city those are the directions you get you don't go to you know go to swirly swirly street to and then go to like the swirly with the swoosh street like you you need like the step-by-step -step, like show me where to make the left and the right right i mean <laughs> How do you write down the streets' names? Like, yeah, you got to go to Mushada. Or how how do you spell Mushada? I don't I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So this this one is uh this one's tough. Uh, and it it I think that people really love this. It's something that you kind of miss on a lot of legs of the race. That struggle of like everybody's lost and can't find it. Uh, all right, so let's get to the detour. On the detour, we have uh, a step-by-step -step and a letter-by-letter, -letter, two of the hardest challenges that Amazing Race throws at people, like talking or singing in another language or dancing. And they happen to have another one. Back, like, this This is, like, the second time, I think, that you had between, a, a, like, a, a vocal type of lesson and a dance lesson. So they're really beating you guys with these things. Or just yeah, rhythm 
does seem to be a theme this season. It felt like it just kept coming back. Yep. <laughs> Which makes me think about what is the final task of this leg of this season? Um, and it does it have something to do with all of these music and rhythm and talking and dancing? I don't know. I haven't really put too much thought into that. That usually starts to happen when we get to down to the next two episodes. All right, so step by step and letter by letter, how do you guys decide on this one? It's two of the toughest challenges that Amazing Race throws at you that you normally want to avoid. They're both judge tasks. They're both skill tasks. They're both, like, don't take me tasks. How do you decide? Sorry, I'll tell you, once I read it and see that mom doesn't have to participate at all in the letter by letter, I'm going to be down in like 20 minutes. I want to know from any of the racers that are in the chat that did this, did it explicitly state that you didn't both have to memorize the alphabet? Because Marcus and Michael figured that out, but it didn't seem like any other team used that strategy. And I wasn't sure if that was one of those gray areas where people watching it back are like, uh... Like yeah. Derek wouldn't have had to learn they how to roll. Didn't they say it was a team? Marcus and Michael in the interview said it, that the, the team had to do it. They yeah, did read it. Jen's point is it like gray? Like, is it kind of like do it as a team and it's gray and it doesn't explicitly say it in right. there? Uh, it's like, did anybody, did, could one person have just done the whole thing? Or did you have to do right. something as a team? Was there something that said the second person had to do something? Because oh, mom would have learned it, one letter. And I would have <laughs> she would have been like, fa, yes, fa, ma, just say fa. Can you say fa? Good. Do, re, mi, fa, solati, do, say fa. Okay, that's it. Now shut up. <laughs> that's how they work. I've heard the alphabet challenge. I also didn't know that they were going to have the images there. So I thought you were going to have to recite it entirely from mem memory Oof. without any visual thing. Um, but that one sounded really scary, but then it's like a dance challenge and there are still three professional, professional dancing teams right. on here. So it's, it would have been a harder one to decide. I think as a team recite the language was what it was worded. So there was no specific direction like that see. And I, if I would have assumed we both had, had to, to do it. it. Yeah. I would have read that to us as a team. We have to do this together. Right. right. Well, good, good on you, good on Marcus and Michael, man. That that's definitely yeah. up for the super fan move because that separated them yeah. from the pack. I mean, even though they got lost and and the other teams caught back up, but that that could have been the thing that separated them for the whole entire leg that the team never caught up yeah. from that. Mm -hmm. So that that could have been a huge, huge move right there, uh, if if they were doing it. But also, they were one of the teams that were standing there the whole time with their damn backpacks on. When you're standing there doing a challenge. I don't understand this mindset of teams doing challenges with their backpacks on when you're standing. They're just so buff, Justin. Huh? Yeah, they don't That's even notice buff. that they're there. They don't even notice it. <laughs> they don't even notice it. <laughs> I did a whole challenge with my backpack on the like side puzzle in Petra, and it was just because you run up there and you just get in the zone immediately and just <laughs> literally don't even think to take the four seconds, yeah. two seconds to drop the bag. It's one thing less you got to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get it. I get it. You know, it's just one of the stupid little things that is just like, okay, can this save me time? Can it save me energy? Let's do it. Keep that in mind. Future races. That's part of what the show is for. Everybody wants to get on the show. They get the little nitty gritty going on here. All right. Letter by letter. And uh, it seemed to be the easier one. And that's because of the way the judging works. Okay. So the way the judging works for these two cities was different than the, uh, for these two tasks was different than when we went to the other cities where the judges were just like, nope. This one was like, no, 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 you got like this, this part wrong. Or no, 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 you need to give me more vibes or you need to be less smiling more. Uh, and that makes it 
10 times easier. Because if you don't know what you did wrong, you go back up and you could do the same exact thing again wrong and continue to do that. But if he tells you or stops you as soon as you do something wrong, one, that saves you time because you're not continuing on. And two, you know exactly what you did wrong so you can work on it. How do you guys feel about this judging? Do you think it was fair because these are tough challenges or? I just think every woman in Jordan is hot. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. I thought they were all beautiful as well. I had the same thought with, I think it was uh, Emily and Molly's teacher. I was like, she's stunning. Yeah, she was not. Uh, she, they're all first rounders over there. <laughs> first oh, rounders. <laughs> Uh, it looked like uh, Joey, Joey. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay away from this one. <laughs> as long as the judging is fair and consistent for all participants, then it's kind of whatever. But if there was one side where it was like more harshly judged and you weren't giving that specific moment of where things went wrong and the other side was, then I would have more of an issue with it. Um, but yeah, anyway, I don't know why I said on. I do think it would have been impossible, like letter by letter. Can you imagine if they just made them go through each letter and at the end they're like, no. I uh, know, that would have been so great. So They'd strong. still be there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Or the dance, you got through all that dance and they went, no. Yeah. Like, that would have, it, it would have been awful. I think you would have seen teams really break down. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I'm not the only one who cries on TV. <laughs> I want to see them all cry. Uh, what would you guys have picked? Uh, words or dancing? Feet or, or language? We were joking that the one thing we said going into it is do not do any dance challenges. We can avoid it because I suck at dancing. But we did that one in Austria, and I was like, Abby probably built up confidence and just assumed <laughs> we could do this next one. And there's a chance we would have gone out anyways because we would have just danced. I like to believe I learned my lesson in Austria. and we were the le Although my pronunciation skills are weak. Yeah. So, like, it would have – to your point of, like, how do you choose – I don't know. I I would like to believe we would have chosen letter by letter and we would have figured out that Will could have done, James Earl, to your point of your mom would have done one letter, I would have done one letter and Will would have done the rest. <laughs> and Rex made such a good point in Austria of like, it's so many dance teams, you're not going to beat them at dancing, so you might as well try the other one because you're at a disadvantage to begin with. Yeah. That makes sense, but every dance team had a partner who wasn't a dancer so it like just because i was a dancer doesn't mean diana was good at dancing like and they never you know what i mean and yeah. she wanted to do the dancing you you have dancer. Two teams that are both dancers they're lewis lewis i'm not talking about them Quentin Quentin and dance, but lewis is not a dancer no but um Aubrey, we saw Aubrey, him in austria and, and david both are aren't they yeah david's a helicopter mechanic he just happens to like know how to dance he's not a dancer he's a mechanic yeah, but he takes dance lessons with her. It's pretty good, though. Yeah, their baseline was good. Do you know who's that mostly dude, at these damn flamenco dancing lessons or these damn bachata lessons? 66-year-old Cubans down in my... Stop it. Like, it doesn't mean they're professional dancers if you take a dance lesson. No, but he's got rhythm. So does uh, Glenda and Lumumba, but they had too much rhythm because he couldn't stop bouncing. They were like, stop bouncing, dude. Just and he's over here bouncing. He's like, bouncing. They're like, happy. They just love each other. <laughs> you got they too much rhythm. Stop bouncing. Contact. Lamombo's trying to get up there to Glenda's height to make eye contact. Oh. 
<laughs> dude. They were my favorite during this challenge. Though. I they swear. Were so I love them so much. I can't wait to have them on. I can't. Yeah. They're so sweet. I literally, I love everyone in this season. <laughs> challenge was sweet. Hey, by the way, they just said David competes in salsa. He competes. There you go. Yeah. That me professional. That makes him That's professional. That I would count it as professional. In the okay. Race. Okay. Yeah, for sure. David be a professional dancer and a mechanic. He's just so talented. I'm going to say something about dancers. Much of a dancer as you are, bud. <laughs> I have to say though, I, and, and this is very mean to me. And for me to say it's mean, it's probably mean. Well, but listen. I kind of want the dancers just to fail just once <laughs> because they're so smug about well, it's dancing, and I can do dancing, so that's it. Like. I hate that. Why? If there was like a cop challenge and you were like, oh my God, I just like the cop challenge. It's I got my corpse. I can do corp stuff. <laughs> Lu- Luis is, is what? what's his name? He's a helicopter mechanic. He doesn't say, well, I can do this just because I'm, I'm a helicopter mechanic. You know what I mean? I don't know. Because he did. does kind of say that. Helicopter. He definitely I did. did. <laughs> when they had that like anatomy lesson, I would have chewed that up and spit it out. He'd have been like, do you want it in Latin? Pedro wouldn't have even watched the lesson. No, I would have just gone and take the test. I get that. We would have moved right on. And and again, they all seem to be awesome people. It's just every dancer. And I I go out with a dancer. They're smug about dancing. Dancers are smug about dancing. They all think they're the best dancer in the world. I don't know why. They get excited. They get excited that they're I don't know if it's excited. It's, it's, it's your skill set. It's your skill set, Joey. It's definitely a skill set. And if you set. have that skill set, you should Maybe be I'm super jealous. happy. Maybe I'm just jealous of them, of every last one. If it was like, listen, this is a challenge. We need somebody to be the ultimate douchebag. You're like, oh, my God, oh, I got yeah, this. I got yeah. this challenge. I'm the ultimate. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It just goes back to the whole act like you've been there type of thing. Shut like, up. I, act I, I like you've been there. It's a once in a lifetime like, experience. Nobody's been there. Nobody's been there. Oh, your ass is out. Your ass. Act like you've been there. You've literally never been there. Nobody's ever been there. It's competition, I mean. In Your competition, sometimes when you like go back and forth, is just I, <laughs> I know you guys gotta cut us yeah, off. Yeah, well, like, now watch and this like, all day, New York and Boston, it's so great. Jen, you know what's funny is me, James Earl, and Justin have never physically met. <laughs> you and I are the only two who have. That's crazy. I know. I, I Justin's mad because I'm taller than him. I think taller. <laughs> you just have more hair. <laughs> That's what makes me taller. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You got the hair. It's got like the height hair. It's like, get out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm only six one. I know you're like six three. Are you a big you're a big doof, aren't you? I'm five foot fifteen, yes. I'm five foot yeah. <laughs> I'm only six one. All right, let's get back to the race. Back to it. All We're right, down. letter by letter. Teams are wearing their backpacks, waste of energy. Aubrey and David say their dancing style didn't help them during this challenge because uh, the rhythms are totally different. Duh. And that's kind of true because if you're used to dancing on a, on a step instead of a half step, it could throw you off. Emily and Molly both know Hebrew. What? And uh, oh, that translates what? to ju- translates so well because it sounds the of same. It's like, what are the damn odds two Korean girls who grew up separate both know Hebrew? Like, <laughs> huh? I love it. Like, you can't make this shit up, and I love it. It's so it. funny. It's like, you what? really can't. Just happen to have this skill set. Uh, Derek can't roll his R's. He's known this his whole life. He even said on his birthday he tried it every year and he can't do it. So if you get there and you have to roll your R's, why don't you switch? Yeah. I'm not, my whole life I can't say uh, Enrique, and this challenge is to say Enrique. Let me stay here and try to say Enrique. I, I can't swim, but uh, 
and then you are drowning. I should have, you know, just. I'm gonna learn. This is the best place to learn, right? <laughs> just throw me in the deep end. version. Glub, glub, glub. This yeah, is the exact like, moment where, task, guy. Yeah, had had they realized what Marcus and Michael realized, they could have saved themselves a whole lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> Does it remind it. you of the Chinese guy from The Hangover? Is that just me? Oh, would you stop? He kind of does. You just, I don't know his mannerisms. Goodness. We're gonna put you on timeout for a few minutes, Joey. <laughs> Joey. You go take a breather. Oh, Joey, I love you. Yeah. Nuts. All right, Derek, Derek can't roll his R's. All right, so what do you think of his gargling water technique for trying to learn to roll your R's? I was so impressed. I felt like yeah. Claire like had some true techniques to yeah. teach him. I was impressed that she was like coaching him through learning that in the moment. I'm just like a... <laughs> I, guess, I guess if you can't do the... <laughs> just gurgle. To close your throat in that specific spot, though. like it, it really was a clever way. I would have never thought to to do that. I think so they I call that a guaddle stop or something. Guaddle <clears throat> from my diction, my days of diction classes. Uh, all right, all right. So teams uh, wearing backpacks uh, again irk me off. Marcus and Michael splitting up the letters could easily be the super fan move of the episode. We'll find out at the end. But that would literally took them to a whole nother level on this task that people were having some difficulty with lewis and michelle quentin and maddie find the pit stop before they find the detour which usually is like uh uh-oh one of these teams is getting eliminated when that happens but that turned out to be the reason why one of these teams actually won the damn leg because they knew where the pit stop was when everybody else didn't so any of you ever find the pit stop before you found the uh you did yep (laughs) uh in belgium did it help at all uh no yes I don't doesn't were any of ours even close enough to be able to do that i'm not unless you went to the really wrong place <laughs> like you would have to go to really wrong places to find all pit stops but it's not like you find them by accident it's like you know climb over the zambezi river up in a tree there's phil hanging out like hey how you doing it's like all right uh <laughs> Uh, so we got, uh, I love that when Aubrey and David finally run up to this dancing challenge, before they even know what the challenge is or what's going on, they're like practicing. They're like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, super it's smart. It's like they're dancers. <laughs> or they're it's super like fans they're who pay attention. Dancers. Who pay yeah, attention. That's like once a woman has a baby, she can't like not sway when she sees a woman holding a baby. It's like, if there are people dancing, you just start dancing. That, that, that. Especially when the beat was popping, you know? They were like, hey. Yeah, that line of guys was awesome. I was singing that for like three days. <laughs> <laughs> They're all holding their arms like. Uh, yeah, anyone were noticed- about that one, and we were like, they run up and they start practicing, and I think both our jaws just would have gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've got to do that. I'm trying to loosen up the hips a little yeah. bit. Started stretching. <laughs> Why was the water yellow? Well, sulfur. That's how they clean water in some countries. It just smells like poop. Um, it also could have just been uh, a lot of times the doctors, uh, the meds, if they see people sweating, they'll drop one of these little, like, um, I don't know, I electrolytes. Like yeah, electrolyte packets in your water or make you drink it so you don't pass out on a race. We had a ton of those in Jordan. Good old Herman. Yeah. Herman, drink this. (laughs) 
Drink this or I hold your throat and put it down there for you. I don't want to drag you through the streets of Jordan. Like, <laughs> he gets so upset, man. Jordan's like, he hated me. Did I ever... <laughs> Did Jen and Joey and Will and Abby... Herman, at one point in time, my, Justin, Justin was here for this, sorry. My mom was trying to get like a bandage. She just like completely fucked up her foot. And she was trying to get like a bandage from Herman. And Herman gave her one. He was like, you want mascara too? You, you want mascara? You want mascara too? Yes. He loves to make you feel like you are the biggest pansy in the world for needing. Oh, almost like gushing blood from her foot, and he's like, yeah. "You want Mastetta too?" <laughs> yeah, I'm crying after the first leg. You know, you see me crying like a pusswa, right? And then I'm going back, and uh, they're doing like the <laughs> the health checks because they check you after every leg. And Herman <laughs> just looks at me and goes, "You won't make it very far." <laughs> After the first leg, dude, it's like, you ain't gonna make it very far. What the hell, bro? Leave me alone, man. He is a little sweetie at heart. He just pretends he that he's is. not. He puts like, such a tough facade. Yeah. I broke a rib on the last leg, and they needed to, like, bandage me up before I got on the plane. So as he's bandaging me up, he's like, I will deny this, but I'm sorry you eliminated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he has a, he definitely didn't show me that hard. He wanted he wanted to punch me in the face. I'm sure at some point. I mean, I can't imagine why. <laughs> All right, let's get to the roadblock. Who's feeling broken carded? Uh, this uh, seems like a pretty straightforward challenge. Build a build a little rickshaw e cardy thingamajiggy and bring it bring some stuff to fill. But the problem was, is this an attention to detail task or is this just get something from point A to B task? And how the hell do you determine it? Is there something in the clue that we read that's going to help us determine whether this is an attention to detail task or get something from point A to point B? I will send it to you guys before I give my opinion on how somebody can determine that in the future. So to save somebody like Michael the 30, 40, 50 minutes of time where he's going and checking each nail, how do you know if it's an attention to detail task or a get something from point A to B task? What are the clues you look for? Do you guys have any? I'm not sure I fully understand no. the question. So Michael well, thought he had to get everything exactly perfect in order to get... Like the same number of <clears throat> nails in each plank right. and like consistent oh, no. spacing just, on all that. And what like, you do is you just get it close enough and check and see what happens. No, right. but see, I... Justin, I would love to hear this tip because I would, we were the people that are like, everything is absolutely essential and needs to be detail. And we all know how that ended. Yeah. I would have um, did the same thing he did. Yeah. Yeah. I right. I probably would have. I, mean, I would have too, in all fairness. I would have done it thoroughly because yeah. you, you don't know. And I would have rather done it the right way first than have to go back and redo it. But that's just me. And if there is some magical oh. element in a clue. All right. So, so Marcus, Marcus, let, uh, he let it out a little bit. Uh, clue said something about durable and getting to the pit stop. Thinking, think that was a driving factor. I literally reread my wheels, redid my wheels to make them look the same, Molly said. So I think when, when you have tasks like this, that you have to bring something from point A to point B rather than getting anything that I have to get judged and then I'm done, leave it and go. Whenever you're mm. taking something from point A to point B, in the past, it's been about more durability than it's been about 
uh, attention to detail. So if you're going to take whatever it is that you're building away from the place that you're building it, in your head, you think durability first over attention to detail, and in the future, that could save you time. That Michael and Marcus could have won this leg had they known something like that, or had he just thought a little bit like that but they set you guys up with the ducati thing right before this i think that ducati thing brain screwed every team on this but joey that justin that doesn't hold up every time right so i mean in our season san antonio del reto when Mm -hmm. you had the horse like dressing and then that was detail they made you do it for detail and then you had to transfer it yeah, but, but did they check you before you left? They did. They 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 checked to make sure that things were on, but it didn't have to be like I didn't have to have it uh the the strap in the fourth buckle or in the well, fourth hole. No, I just you just had to have it so if they tugged it, it didn't move. It didn't have to be in a fourth buckle. I'm about to watch the episode, uh, Justin. They they checked multiple things on different people and made them redo stuff. Yeah. Okay, I'll go back He's and never watched it because he cries. Uh, you're right. I've never, I've never re-seen that episode except at a bar with a lot of people screaming and yelling. So I didn't, I don't, attention to detail on my season I don't have, which is funny. Um, uh, but well, uh, to do it would have been to look at the other. 14 different parts. What I was thinking of when they, they were doing cow. that, I was like, I wonder if someone would go over and look into, because they had a can of nails. And someone said, oh, the nails all banged up when they bent it. I was like, oh. but if they just took a handful of nails and threw it in each one, then it wouldn't have to be exactly. Because usually in those tasks, you'll get 10 nails for 10 spots. But if they just threw a whole shitload of nails in there, then it's probably a free for all. But in Tanzania, we had to build the tables and they had to, we had to carry them. And they had to be exact and they had to have every little thing in them. They'd fall apart anyway. So I wanted to ask, uh, it's the guys in the chat. What the what were those wheels made out of? They were the tiniest, littlest. They were so teeny. Spool things. Yeah, ever. they look like like almost old uh, roller skate wheels. Like you know those old metal roller skate wheels before they yeah. put any damn rubber or whatever they put on them nowadays. Um, and I think almost everybody's fell apart like ten feet from where they built them. It seemed like. Except Aubrey and David. It looked like David. His thing looked like he was just. just just running his wheels were like <laughs> skating nice and there was no wobble to his wheels at all whereas uh Michelle just said theirs was a part of the mat they fell apart at the mat again yeah no aubrey and david's fell apart at the mat oh gotcha yeah because when they've shown him in previews they're running full speed and it's like there's not like a wobble to it at all um but wobble maker wobble. all right so um let's- marcus and michael's hold up after all that time well, he said he would carry it there, and they didn't show him carrying it there, so I don't know if he just threw it on his back and just... That was, he just threw it on his shoulder and just walked. I got yeah. this. I got this. <laughs> that would have been awesome. You <laughs> talk about how cute Glenda and LaMamba were. They were so oh, precious. Cute. Oh. Every, every moment of them is precious. Though. Really? The way that... the way how, that how, What do you need from me right now? And right. Like, yeah. I just I just need encouragement. And he's it's like, better than okay, I'm maybe. sending you okay. energy. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Glenda. It's better than noses. No, it's not better than noses. Kiss my ass. Noses was way better than what what do you need from me? Uh just support. Go, baby. Say. Go, baby. I want to say something. I want to know what Abby has to say. Cut me off. Make me shut up. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say one. They were so sweet to each other, and you can tell all the time how much he just adores her, which is the sweetest thing. And he's a teacher, 
and you've got like that scene one was just sweet and that like he loves her but also that made me think he is just the best teacher can you imagine him as like your fourth grade teacher oh, I think yeah. I would love Kevin Hart as my teacher. Dude, that'd be so cool. Like he, he the way like Glenda just like she carried him inside of the cart to the mat. They would she just carried them both to the mat and just like <laughs> and he jumped out. He's like, All right, let's go. Like he see don't my only problem with them this episode is when they were going to they, they know they were last and they were getting to the cart, they were walking. Every team is there. Let me see a little hustle. Put some little run in your steps. I get that you, you're tired, but you should. if you see that, that should be an adrenaline rush. Every team is still here, and we got a chance. Adrenaline rush. But other than that, I love watching them. Didn't expect them to do this he well. He definitely should have took that task, though, because she was already frustrated from the previous one. So he should have definitely took the car task there because that would have gave her a chance to reset. Couple of interesting choices on who did it because it was also a little funny, frankly, to see that Claire did this one. Yeah, after, yeah. <laughs> you're like dinner and come on, man. <laughs> so Aubrey and David, uh, they get lost and they arrive fourth, but David's mechanical skills allow him to catch up um, to uh, Lewis and Michelle. Uh, as Lewis and Michelle get out there first, but just crumble, and it seems like Aubrey and David pass them at this point from the way it looks like to us. Um, Lewis and Michelle uh, leave fourth, uh, but they uh, they leave fourth from the other place, but get here first because the first three teams that left the other task somehow got lost and walked past this, allowing Lewis and Michelle to get to the roadblock first. And then, of course, the super fan move, another one that's up there for the super fan move. Lewis gets there and verbally even says, I'm picking the one closest to the model, which yeah. as I mean, it's the easiest super fan move that anybody should get. You're the first to a task where you have to look at something. You take the model closest to it, so you don't have to run back and forth. You could just turn your head. Super smart. Um, Lewis, uh, let's see. Uh, Marcus and Michael somehow walk past it. One of them says, "Is that it?" Instead of walking the 12 feet across the street to check it, they're like, "Nah, let's go way down this way first. Yeah, I was like, Jack, Jack. You can lose a lot. You know, you sit there and second guess yourself all the time. If if it's right across the street, it's literally right there. You go, just go look. Just just, just go. If it could, it's a park. You're looking for a park. There's a park. It's kind of on the right. Maybe. But, you know, we're backseat drivers. We know. Obviously, there's a lot going on. Uh, Lewis gets his check pretty well hidden. Like it was not an obvious thing yeah. with like very obvious oh. red and yellow anywhere. Yeah, no balloons popping everywhere. The only other thing that could have been super fanny move is to see if there was any cameramen or camera equipment or boom things set up in that area because there's usually one something, True. but they're pretty good about hiding it and if they can. Um, and this season, it seems like they're they're better than most about hiding stuff, which is uh, I don't know if that's done purposely or not. Hey, question for Will and Abby. What were the roadblock rules this season? Like, did you have to have an even split at some point, or is it just like a free-for-all? I think it was like by the end of it, you had to have done, like, you couldn't have done more than five or six. Yeah. So it's pretty standard then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Someone pointed out in chat that some teams are getting a little uneven with roadblocks, and by some teams, a lot of them. Yeah. Mm. So by the end, you have to balance out. So like if Linton and Shriek had stuck around, like Shriek would have had to do the, do the rest. She would have to do the rest the whole season. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he, he would have, he was already like on his fifth. Uh, do you think 
that there's strategy in that for the teams that are getting out of balance? Like, does it seem like it is the weaker of the teams doing more now while there's more teams waiting no. or it's just. So I didn't tell you what they are. So Louise and Michelle are at a four, two split with Louise doing four, Michelle doing two. Aubrey and David are the same two, four split. So David's at four, mm. Michelle's at two. Um, Quentin and Maddie are four, two with uh, Quentin doing four. Derek and Claire are even at three, three. Uh, Marcus mm -hmm. Michael even. Emily and Molly are at two, four with Molly at four. And then Glenda and Lamumba are even. It just, mm. you, can get, you can get yourself into trouble. Yeah. For sure. Well, yeah. yeah, the four two people have to do the next one, uh, which uh, if you look at the preview, you can see that Michael's doing it. Uh, Michelle is doing it like you could see who's kind of doing it. And we'll get to that in a second here. Uh, I love Glenda and the Mumba's attitude. I also love Claire's attitude here. She sees Lewis and Michelle get it and she's like, oh, good for them. I just wish it was me. Whereas yeah. with, with me, I'd have been like, I hope they trip on the way there so I can catch <laughs> up, you know? So it's like, you know, I appreciate that when people can be competitive and like, yeah, good for you. And I'm like, oh, I hope you get lost. Oh, <laughs> oh, one, thing I wanted to ask, one thing I wanted to ask the guys in chat who did the, um, the roadblock, did they, did they have to wear the gloves? Because I can't nail with gloves on. Like it, it didn't drive me crazy. Oh. So I had to take them off. At least one off. Challenge, but like, I know for the Italy, like sculpture one, you had to wear the gloves. But then there was one point where I'd like taken them off because I was sweaty and I forgot to put them back on. And it wasn't like. <laughs> so you should have got a like penalty is what you're saying? You should have been eliminated earlier? No, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> I think more like safety, right? Like if you're not being yeah. safe, somebody will come up to you. <laughs> Uh, yes. Uh, so here we get to the pit stop, uh, and Lewis and Michelle win some Expedia points that they could use to go to Barcelona. Um, and then Lewis is, uh, all right, you have to tell me since I don't know the difference between confidence and cocky. Uh, one win is luck, two win is back to back. That's skill. Are they now the team to beat? I good energy. I love it. I just look at like trajectory. Like I think you look at kind of where some teams are trending. And I say this with bias because we were trending up. So I felt like <laughs> we were getting to be one of the sharpest. Me teams. too. So Game. with bias, I say yes, because they're kind of, it seems like they're, they're peaking kind of at the right time. Maybe arguably a little early, see how they do kind of next leg, but like. So they were 10th, 5th, 4th, 4th, 1st, 1st. I think your point early on, like in, I think it was the first or second episode, you said like, you've got to get your sea legs. And I think it's interesting to see the teams that kind of have gotten their sea legs and the teams that have like started to kind of do this yeah. or trail off. Yeah. There's some teams that you could see are going to spike. Like if they have their challenge, they're going to do well. And if they just get lost once, they're not coming back. At the end of the day though, <laughs> stats don't matter with that million dollars. That's true. Like. <laughs> Get to that point, like you, you do. We have to get to the point. That is fair. Yeah. And there's no non-elimination legs, so no matter how much I hold on to being one of the top three teams to ever run the race, I still only got 25k. So yeah. I'm still there's in a debt. Considerable drop off. <laughs> I'm, sti I'm still in debt. Like I'm like statistically, it doesn't matter if I'm like three oh. or four out of 400. There's like. 34 teams that are richer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder what Maya thinks about that. You know? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I got no leg wins except one, but I got a million dollars. So, 
yes, but uh, trajectories. Uh, we could look at some trajectories here in a sec. Uh, so coming in first, Lewis and Michelle. Coming in second, their uh, backup duo, just in case Lewis and Michelle couldn't make it. Aubrey and David would have filled in, but somehow they're all on the same show. Uh, <laughs> and then Quentin and Maddie in third, Derek and Claire in fourth, Marcus and Michael falling back because Michael's too attention to detail. Emily and Molly thought they were doing really well, and then they somehow almost in the back here. And then following the end there, Glenda and Lamumba, who are going to be by themselves. So it's going to be uh, first, I, I think it's going to be Lewis and Michelle with Aubrey and David, and then Quentin and Maddie and Derek and Claire and another group, Marcus and Michael with Emily and Molly. They should let Lewis and Michelle go by themselves, but Glenda and Lumumba will be in the last group by themselves, 15 minutes behind the, uh, the group in front of them. Which I, mean, I, I think it's like they're, they're kind of their own little speed bump. They're just 15 yeah. minutes behind. Yeah, that's like Yeah, a, but like, that's what they're, that's how they start every leg now. Yeah. So it literally, to Justin's point earlier, it is no different than any other leg. He just talked about the difference from the first team starting to the last team starting. I imagine they changed up the groupings because I don't have have teams the left by themselves. Starting, they might have only had three starts. Yeah. That's a, okay. That's fair. So yeah. I, thought, I bet you they would have done two, two, three. Right. Not the two, 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 one. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, they get an extra 15 minutes. Well, so, why not just throw people on, on your line? Like <laughs> every other one, you had at least one or two other teams that you were like, okay, these are the people we've got to beat. Mm-hmm. This time, they're the only people that have to make up that 15 minute ground. Yeah. So we're heading to France. Michelle feels like a queen as she's rappelling down a castle wall. This looks like the roadblock. It also looks like Derek and Michael doing this one. Uh, Quentin and Maddie stay cool, calm, cute, and collected. Um, Marcus and Michael are crushing ginger or ginseng or something. Uh, Aubrey is trying to navigate. Uh, we got a survivor type of sandbag pedestal challenge. We got Claire lying to Derek that she believes in him when she clearly doesn't. Drama. And someone is backing up their Jeep into a cameraman or into a ditch. or It looks like Glendon Lumumba to me. It did look like that. Uh, so we'll see what happens here. Uh, and if you look at some photos that have been released from this uh from CBS, so it's not a spoiler, there are a few Survivor-type puzzles, like two or three Survivor puzzles, that literally look like they were stolen directly from Survivor. There's some sort of map task where you got to look at a map, and some sort of family tree, and I think that has something to do with the castle. They also go into France, Iceland, Spain, Nashville. This season's going just like heating up right now. I think we're going to need to go through our awards and then pick a new top three, and then we can find out Abby and Will's real feelings about what's going on with the teams that are left. What are we thinking about next week? I'm worried about Glenda and Lamumba. Same. I'm worried about I love them. I love yeah. them dearly. They're going to seal clap here in about 30 seconds. <laughs> but I'm worried about them next week. They do seem like the weakest team that is left. They're definitely spikiest and as of late, consistently toward the back. Yeah, and they're, they're super fun to watch, but yeah. I think it's definitely their uh, their time to go. Um, they they've gone further than they should have. Like you know, this they got lucky because Abby and Will, one of the strong teams, uh, got eliminated from COVID. Uh, otherwise, it they. Linda Lamumbo who gave it to you. 
They were like, told somebody, quick, sneeze in this. And then they were like, hey, Abby Will, what's up? How you doing? How you doing? Uh, all right, so uh, let's get to some uh, let's get to some awards. Uh, go ahead, you why don't you kick it off with the seal clap since we already know where that one's going. Jim I, mean, I just want to give it to them for the whole episode, but specifically, I'm going to give it to them during that roadblock moment because that was so freaking sweet. And roadblocks are like the worst part of the race, and you have this husband who is so supportive of his wife. And it's just like, it's everything you want. And it made me so happy. <laughs> Joey, do we got a love moment? What, what do we have today? What, what is no, Joey's it's moment? WTF for me now. It, this, it's this straight, season. just always going to be all right. Yeah, it's like, Derek and Claire, what, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. It's if you can't roll you out your ass. I can't even say that. I can't even say as. Like, I'm going to go to the other one. Go to the other one. Like, you're killing me. He's admitted it. He even said it might I be genetic. Hey, go to the other one. That's that's my what the fuck moment. I'm like, I can't. Like, yeah. And I love Glenda and Mumbo. They're the best. <laughs> I do. I'll zap for them. My, uh, my super fan move is definitely going to Marcus and Michael. That is something that. That's not saves you a minute. That saves you 10 minutes, saves you 20 minutes. That saves you, it could save you from being eliminated. That just being able to read and digest the clue in the proper way uh, that allows you just the slightest of advantage. Not having to roll his R's, Derek and Claire could have got out of there so much sooner if he never even had to worry about the ones that rolled the R's. Everyone that rolled their R's just have her do. It didn't say they had to do one line, you had to do one line. He could have just did three or four. So, yeah, super, super smart uh, right there uh, from Marcus and Michael. And uh, and they've got the competitiveness. They're, they're very impressive. It's They're hit or miss, though. They're hit or miss. And if they miss at the wrong time, it's over. So that's their one, one thing that could hold them back. Jen, what do we got? Talk to me. All right. Finish this up. Well... James Earl gave the seal clap to a contender. So I think I got to go with, I had, I had a couple. Um, there was a moment when Lewis and Michelle were dancing. Did anyone see Lewis's face? Yes. Super. So, like in, like in love with her. And he was just like beaming. He was like, so I don't know if he loved her or he loved the race or what he loved but it was just like it was amazing he was so happy and then it also like made us laugh like at in our house watching this we're like look how happy he is in this moment so he's getting my lol two weeks in a row i think look at that I, yeah they're a great couple as well yeah really i do think that that was actually part of the challenge though it was like you're supposed to look at your wife Smile. and smile like i think that was like you have to be happy because well, he did it better yeah. than anybody else <laughs> but he definitely he looked good he looked like he he could have fit in like the way he was wearing it he looked like he could fit in in the crowd behind Abby, if you like, and michelle yeah michelle if, if you guys could just get up and like kind of do it for us right there maybe you you could remember enough of the steps and you can we can judge you <laughs> that'd be great just move the couch just here show, show us how it's done so uh all right abby will what what didn't they show that you wish they would have shown from the whole season? Yeah. Is there something that you wish they would have shown, like a something that happened along the race, uh, something during a task or some cute moment or something that you guys wish we'd have had for a video? Oh, I have, I have two. There is 
one of my favorite moments was Abby, Abby yodeling. And there was a moment when her and Rex were sitting up on the hill yodeling together to get their practice. <laughs> and the just like swaying back and forth was absolutely hilarious. So that was one I wish we could have seen on TV as well. Yeah, you guys got ripped off with no behind the scenes footage, man. I feel so bad for y'all. So truthfully, I think with the amount of screen time, like we very much went on the show to experience the show. So like the amount of screen time, I I like to think wouldn't have mattered to me except, and I can't say this for sure because, you know, there is this except, that I really want them to have us back. <laughs> and the only reason they'll have us back is if people want us to come back. But since nobody like probably got very attached to us because you only see me scream like a couple times an episode. <laughs> like That was kind of how I was watching it was like trying to see if they were building us up for people to be let down. And it didn't feel that way. So that was my angle of like, Oh, I wish, I wish people had got more attached to us. So every single person of, I would say 99% of the teams that ever go on the race always want to go back for the, on this, for another chance of the race. Right. And everybody thinks they have a chance they go in. But when, when you're trying to come see if you have a chance of coming back on the race, it's not about how much screen time you have, because it's not about that. It's more about, and it sucks, but who are you competing against? Like right. who fits the same kind of genre that you two fit? Like you two could be the Southern team or you could be the Kelsey Joey type. You could be the Ken Barbie yeah. team. Like that could have been the Kelsey Joey on our team. Right. But male female couples will have the most competition for getting back yeah. on an all-star season because there are more male female couples yeah. than right. any other demographic. Yeah. Not saying you don't have a chance. Not at all. Yeah. This is still like, but I wouldn't take it based off how much airtime you had this. Yeah, season. don't worry about airtime. There's definitely a possibility to come back for multitude of reasons. One, because they could bring back all the teams that got eliminated from COVID and have that be like all those eliminated teams with a little group of right. all stars or you know unfinished business people and just have right. called it an unfinished business season and go. And Your story is a good one for an unfinished business. Yeah, I mean like definition out of the race, like not on your own accord. Yeah, you're likable, you're young, you're cute, you have a great story. Like, there's no reason to not have you back on other than are there too many teams that fit your, yeah. you know, yeah. What, whatever. And it's like, we also recognize we weren't, like, winning. Like, Dave and Connor won with a ruptured Achilles. And then, you yeah. know, you got to bring that back, right? Like, if they could do that on crutches, what can they do elsewhere? And I think what's also hard is it felt like we were getting better, but we never, like, fully peaked. Yeah. So that, one, that one really, really gets me <laughs> up here. <laughs> wow. Uh, I I enjoyed watching you guys. We had a couple of us had you in our top three. And if you guys want to go back, uh, who, who, do you th who do we think our top threes are now? I mean, I'll I don't remember who I said the top three were, to be honest. Hmm? I do. I don't remember who I said the top three were, to be honest. <laughs> I do. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember his. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have, uh, I have it written you down. You wrote them down somewhere. We yeah. made you record yeah. it. They are recorded for, uh, I don't we're have not it. We're at all. Yeah, I, I have it in my seat, my episode notes for sure. And uh, I had I, Emily and Molly because none of y'all believed me. Yes, we definitely, yeah. you definitely had, had Emily and Molly. Molly. You also had Marcus and Michael. Which, I did. yeah, I didn't keep them in. I thought they would be, you know, U turned before we found out. Maybe no Louis and Michelle was my third one. Louis and Michelle was, I had Louis and Michelle. Michelle uh, was like one of Justin's favorites. Yeah, I had Louis and Michelle and uh, Abby and Will were my two for sure. And I said it was going to be the, the two of them <laughs> competing. 
And I but didn't again, have a third. I think I picked Quentin and Maddie. So hard we had like a minute for all of these teams. Like, yeah, we we knew a minute of Abby Will, and it was that they were a couple from Alabama. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we, they had shitty bios this season. Uh, they didn't do a really good job at, at us uh, giving us anything for you guys except a one-minute Instagram video with a dumb question where it's like all we learn about Lewis and Michelle is that Lewis likes uh, friggin' hair gel, and I'm like, how the hell is this team gonna win? <laughs> You know, but it's still like, you know, you feel you get a you get a feel for some people and you get the way that certain people answer the questions. Like you knew the Murph fairy was gonna get eliminated because she was a drama queen and she turned out to be even bigger than you expected. And then you feel like you guys are gonna be like really sweet and maybe uh, this should be something that you guys never experienced that could get you eliminated, but uh, you know, or could you overcome it if it's early in the race? Like they give you have those type of tropes that we kinda look at. Little did we know Abby was just gonna be the meanest of the cast. Right? Just come at my throat. The, the guest to come at my throat as soon as we start the dang show uh so what else uh you guys i'm sorry i don't think you got your did you get all your moments out or did i cut you off no i, I think that was a big moment i think it would have been cool to see all our interactions again because we relived them but just to see some more of them because we had such a good time together just yeah. messing around we were stressed without a doubt but to just kind of experience together and laugh and smile throughout. Okay, but this was one of my favorite things that I was really hoping they were going to show. So to Will's point, we were stressed. First leg, like Will thought he was going to throw up at the start line, and I was like, you better keep it together. <laughs> I was so nervous. We were so stressed. So we, like, game planned everything. But we go over, we get the map, the scrambles happened, it scrambled our brains. Like, Will's our navigator. We run to the car, we see there's map. He doesn't grab the map. He runs up to this group of people, opens up his notepad, and he's going to write down turn by turn direction. <laughs> every single stop was, on the scramble. I was so proud. And I'm like, I, I don't think that's a good idea. And he's like, I got this. I got this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Luckily, Derek and Claire run up. They ask for directions from the same group of people, and they circle it on the map and let us circle it. Frankly, I think there was a chance we would have been team one going home if they had not run up because it gave us a second to get past that super fandom that y'all talk about yeah. and take a deep breath and settle in. So that was like lucky moment, but it also makes me laugh to think about Will sitting there getting yeah. so, so I wanted to see sweet stuff. Abby wanted to see me looking like an idiot. So we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I got the sweet moment. I can look at my wife, my future wife, my wife, you know, and just like, oh, such a sweet moment. He's like, I want to see him looking like an idiot because that's going to be, I'm going to giggle for the rest of my life. <laughs> I love that. Uh, what else? What is there? Uh, oh, somebody asked a question. Uh, if they said if one of you got COVID that you could uh, now pick somebody else from your season to be a partner, who would it be? From your season, just your season, who would you snag from another team? Kind of like a already been eliminated. No, just snag oh. anybody you want from any team, almost like an Oriental exchange. If you're doing it like the Christmas presents, where you <laughs> all right, what? whatever they call it, the elephant, elephant exchange. <laughs> How could you even do that? You're just taking someone's partner? Okay. Like, what, I'm what ta it's doing? just saying. Who would, Don't overthink it. Don't overthink Somebody it. just said, who would you take as a partner from this season if you pick had to pick somebody else besides? Jesus. Therese, I don't know. I would have picked someone who I feel like would have complimented my skill set better. Right. So I'm, I, they didn't show much of this, but I'm a data scientist, so I love puzzles. And I'm athletic, so I can do really physical things. But I think who I would have picked actually might have been Quentin because I think he has a lot of skills that I'm not as good at in the form of like- Patience? And what? 
Patience. Patience. <laughs> I mean, that's a good one too. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, now I want to know head to head with you and did some puzzles. <laughs> that would be fun. Well, I don't know if this is I don't know if this is off air or on air, but uh, Abby went to MIT. Did anybody know that? How is she not like the like Evan? Like, how do they not pitching her like they were pitching like? The, she's the Southern Belle, Justin. I was the gay kid. She's the Southern Belle. Yeah, but you were the gay doctor who, you know. No, over- no one knew I was a doctor. I thought you were going to say TV. something else. I got to rewatch our damn season. I was like, yeah, you've always been Dr. James Elder. I was like, you, always- you knew Justin, but like America doesn't know that. Oh, man. That's America. crazy. Who would you pick, uh, uh, Will? You know, I was thinking after the Ducati, I realized I can't put anything together. <laughs> and, and also, I can't dance, so I need both those compliments. So I might have gone with the uh, helicopter pilot professional dancer, David. <laughs> oh, look at that. Nice. Nice. Oh, that's a good pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Quentin, I think you're about to get replaced. He is in the chat. Huh? No! <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out. If there's anything you guys want to ask us, anything that you want to clarify, feel free. This is the, this is your, your platform. Anybody who watches the show, anybody who watches the producers watch the show, we we're actually having Elise on again this season. We're working out the dates behind Shut the scenes. Up. Are yes, we really? working out the dates now. I'm trying to get the dates. I did lock in some dates. If you want to check the YouTube page for who's coming up as far as guests, but. Elise will be on one of those shows as well. Maybe she'll be on the finale. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, but we're working that out. Uh, and if you haven't got the book, get the book. There's a link in the description. Anybody else? Abby, Will? Anything you guys want to clear up? Jen, you said I think that we were a little soft. And I thought it was funny because <laughs> I agree. I thought I- <laughs> <laughs> this season... we're very, very competitive. And we went into this season with the mentality, don't come in last, don't lose. We don't want this dream to be over. And if we were to do it again, our mindset would totally switch to the, like we are here to win mentality instead of the we're here to not lose, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. There's a lot of teams that come not to lose. Don't come in last. When there's other teams that are like, how am I getting to first? That's Marcus yeah. and Michael. I never see them saying, I don't want to come in last. It's, I'm pissed off because I ain't at first. Yep. I love it because he's so mad with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Joey, is there still a Give Kids the World link for you? Yes, just threw it up in the chat. All right, give give Joey. Joey's helping a great, great, great cause. And one that I would highly suggest everybody from this season, if you get involved in, if you want to do charity work, Give Kids the World is an awesome charity. Highly, highly suggested for any of our former races. You want to experience what it's like to meet true fans and help some really, really uh, good causes. This is an excellent, excellent chance. Give kids the world. Uh, Jen, Joey, anything? Uh, I'm sorry. Jen, James, anything that you guys want to promote? Just live my life. <laughs> live my life. Get some escapades. Uh, uh, <laughs> Abby, Will, you guys are absolutely incredible. I'm happy that you are part of the amazing race family and i look forward to possibly racing against you in an all-star season or an unfinished business we season coming for you <laughs> <laughs> you turn them as quickly as possible <laughs> we'll break something <laughs> yeah i'll be crying doesn't matter <laughs> hey guys, let's get let's get lunch soon <laughs> let's get lunch soon you guys come to marketplace yeah market street 
right. Yeah, that'd be so fun. Family in chat, racers, I appreciate you guys hanging out here. And those of you who support us, uh, you know it means the world to me. I'm a super fan of the show, and I get to talk about this because you guys allow me this platform. So thank you for giving me any of your time. It means the world.